Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hub's plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit hubspeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S peanuts.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show. Actually, it's the live before lock show. It's the very, from what I understand, this <clears throat> is the very first time there has been an NHL live before lock show. Obviously, it runs concurrently with NBA. NBA almost always takes precedent. Um, but we have a special slate today. It's an early we have two slates. One starts in about an hour's time and another starts in about seven hours from now. We are going to cover both slates. Happy New Year, everybody. Hopefully uh, you got your fill of hors d'oeuvres last night, maybe a couple glasses of champagne. You're laying down on the couch, ready to watch a full day of hockey. We're here to help you guys break it down. We are presented by Yahoo Fantasy. They have been a very good sponsor to us all season long, and we're going to have a little giveaway through Yahoo Fantasy a little bit later uh one other sponsor we'd love to have white claws today's show uh or at least i am brought to you today by white claws uh today we're going with uh it looks like lemon and i got a tangerine beside me what do you got josh let's see i i have my bang of course of course okay so i haven't drank since i went to the live final in nashville because i got absolutely just bombarded in nashville so i decided to take some time off i went to my fridge I have four options here. They're, none of them are great. So we'll decide here. I have a blueberry and acai truly. I don't know who put that in there. Might have to get a divorce. Um, I have a Corona Ita. I have a Smirnoff Seltzer red, white, and berry. That actually doesn't sound too, too bad. Yeah. And I have a dogfish head uh, ale uh, for, you know, our pal Corsi. I think this is an IPA. So... We'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, we are, we are going to make make sure we're fully lubricated and hydrated <laughs> for this entire show here today. Um, we have some winners to talk about. A good night last night for some people. Our old friend Emac. Um, you guys will see him sometimes on other shows, NFL, NBA, what have you. He took down the dime time last night. At a boy, Emac. I saw Wolf Girl also finished in the top five, just behind him as well. Uh, so they were dueling for top spot um i jib sauce dropped a 12x screenshot uh in our chat this morning and said ovechkin kind of screwed him at the end of the game i think ovechkin screwed a lot of people at the end of the game he had i think he had like five five dk points going into the final four minutes of the game and then scored two goals so you know that'll happen but good night to jib sauce and then i see 6-0 in the chat um uh in our youtube chat sorry saying down he took uh took down the 3k one-timer as well so uh pretty good night all around whether you were a subscriber or whether 
Um, you were just uh, figuring out some stuff on your own because obviously we didn't have a, a show yesterday. So 6-0, Emac, Jib Sauce, uh, congrats on a good night last night. Um, I didn't do well. I uh, got back two thirds of my entries. I was, you know, I was winning money until, you know, the final four minutes of that Washington game. And then Alex Ovechkin did what Alex Ovechkin does. So got back two thirds of my entries, but decided 20 max got back two thirds. I'll take that. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. How'd you do Josh? I had Jack Hughes from the early game. That was nice. Yeah. I had so much Hughes and McDavid <clears throat> not winning money. It's frustrating. Yeah. I had Hughes and I had him paired with a Rangers Josh stack. So after watching that per first period and my eyes started bleeding, I just logged off. And then when I saw Ovechkin scored, you know, late, and then he had the, the empty net goal, I just didn't even log in until this morning. Yeah. Uh, once, <laughs> once, once Ovechkin starts to do his thing with the empty net, that's generally when you can kind of log off. I see Brandon McDonald gave us a super uh, $40 super chat in our YouTube chat as well. Thank you very much, Brandon. That is very generous. He says, took down the college football showdown between Bama and Cincy. Thank you for all the hockey hard work. Josh, Jake, and Cliffy, happy new year and smash the like button, everybody. Man, good guy, Brandon McDonald, coming with the super chat and recommending uh, people throw up the likes. Uh, that's uh, the, the exact uh, type of subscriber and viewer that we love here. No, seriously, congrats, Brandon. College football, it doesn't matter. You know, I'd like to think our hockey community is, is a tight-knit community. and It doesn't have to be hockey. We do celebrate uh, wins all across the board. Um, we should get to some games here, Josh, because we do have nine games to talk about here today. Um, you know, like I said, hit that like, hit that subscribe button, uh, click that bell if you want to get notifications when we do go live. Um, we do have free premium tools and data up on the site. We have NFL player projections up on the site. So if you're playing some NFL, check it out. But we do have nine games, uh, early five game slate, late four game slate. Um, I'm going to get your thoughts on the late game slate and the, the winter classic game. Cause I think that really throws a wrench into things, but we do have to cover this early slate because warmups are going to start not too long from now. Buffalo 3.1 implied gold total. They're going into Boston. The Bruins have a three and a half implied gold total. There are going to be a lot of changes here. Jeff Skinner and Vinny Hinnestroza taking out, taking out of COVID protocols for the Sabres and they'll be back in. I'm assuming Jeff Skinner goes at least right to the second line in place of Rasmus Asplund. I don't know what they're going to do with Hinnestroza, probably a depth role somewhere. So it's not nothing too significant to consider, but I do think Jeff Skinner does go to the second line for Buffalo. It kind of makes them a little bit more potent offensively. Uh, on the Boston side, they've mixed up their lines. David Pasternak got stuffed down to the second line with Taylor Hall and Eric Halla, while Craig Smith is on the top line with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. I have uh, Craig Smith in my power, in my, uh, power plays write up today at Osmo.com. It's free up on the site if you want to go check out some uh, – uh, some stuff for either the early slate or the late slate. My write-up is up on Osmo.com. So Craig Smith seems like a no-brainer, min-price, top line. I think that's probably going to drive a lot of Boston ownership here. Josh, what do you think about this game? Yeah, if he was on power play one, it'd just be crazy. But he's power play two, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, maybe it does matter because we, we talked about, I remember when Pasternak was out for a little bit there, we were talking about the Wowies with a top line and they're uh, way worse without Pasternak surprise surprise but um this is a very good matchup so yeah I, I would imagine they're I mean this this early slate's absolutely crazy like I'm pretty pissed at DK for the contest they put out like this is a great slate 
great I, MME slate and they're putting out 3K to first with the $8. Like, just put like, I don't want to get into it. I'll just get angry. But um, <laughs> yeah, so Boston one, Boston two, definitely in play. Like, I don't know, like Eric Hall does too much for me, 3,400, not even on the power play, but like maybe. So, I know Jake's in the chat. I wonder how much Hall Pasternak two mans he has. He probably has at least sixty nine percent Taylor Hall on this slate. So we'll we'll see what he says. But um, there isn't really a matchup that worries me per se. Like I would imagine, like Krebs, Olivson, Skinner wouldn't be too bad defensively. But like I don't know, they haven't played together. It, it's a low total on the road. So like Boston top six definitely in play for me. Um, <clears throat> You want to go to Boston three. I don't know if you need to go that far. There's like, there's a third line that I really like and it's not Boston three. We'll get to that a little bit later, but um, Boston top six for sure. You want to have some Buffalo, like I'm going to avoid that top line just because they're going to get the Bergeron matchup. Maybe a little bit of, you know, Krebs, Skinner, Olofsson, but like I'm probably just going to be out on Buffalo. Yeah. I'm out on Buffalo. I do like the top line, but they're up to 13,300, right? Like that's not like an 8K line or whatever they were, you know, a couple of games ago anymore. Like that's a reasonable line. I, I think the Buffalo top line is fine to play. I just, if I, I'm playing single entry in the early, so I, I definitely don't think I'm going to be playing Buffalo one in my single entry uh, early slate. It's definitely a 20 max, 150 max type deal. I was looking at the ownership and Typically, when Boston one has their complete complement on the top line, there's good leverage because they're so expensive. But with Craig Smith on that line, they're a little over 18,000 and they're coming in 25% ownership, 25% top two stacks, like pretty much bang on. So I don't know if there's a lot to be gained here by playing the top or the second line. So I think I think you're fine to just go with old Boston one, like old Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak. They're going to play you know, every second on the power play together, there's a good chance they just revert back to their old lines by the second period anyway. So like, if you're really worried about high ownership on a five game slate where there's a couple really obvious spots, I think just going old Boston one is just fine. Um, obviously if you want to throw in like a, a McAvoy or something like that for power play correlation, that's, that's all right as well. I think that's how I would handle Boston. I think just Bergeron, Pasternak, Marchand, and then throwing in Smith is just fine as well, right? Because Smith, he gets an assist in a couple shots. He smashes his value. He doesn't need to score two goals or three goals like Pasternak would, right? So I think you're fine to just play all four forwards in that case. Uh, on the blue line, I noticed uh, Henry Yokoharu is really starting to play a lot of minutes for Buffalo. The problem is, is that he's playing with Dolan, and Dolan kind of hogs the puck, right? So I don't know how valuable those 23 or 24 minutes might be. Um, I just think he kind of stands out because he's cheap and is going to play those minutes. What do you think here, Josh? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's men priced for a reason. You know what I mean? Like if he was doing stuff with those 23 minutes, he wouldn't be min price. So, you know, maybe he starts doing stuff for those minutes at min price. You can find out, you know what I mean? He's not going to kill you if he gets, you know, 4.3, if you need a min price defenseman uh, on the Boston side, not much really outside of correlating McAvoy want to punt Carlo that's fine but you know that's really about it yep I agree with that all right let's get to this next game and boy oh boy is this one is a doozy we have the Montreal Canadiens with a 2.2 implied goal total I'm assuming that's probably come down since we made that graphic um they're oh, going like to 
Yeah, Florida has a 4.0 implied goal total. The reason I say it might have gone down is Brendan Gallagher, I mean, he was hurt, so that t- total would have been built into that. But now they're also missing uh, Jake Evans, uh, who's on the COVID list, and Alex Romanoff as well. So I think they're down to three actual NHLers in the entire lineup, three out of 20 players. So <laughs> I-, I think 2.2 might even be a little bit generous here. Uh, Sam Bennett back for Florida. I want to get your thoughts on what they're going to do with the lines because when Sam Bennett was expected to play and was playing, Sam Reinhart was skating on the top line for Florida and that's a double center line. And I'm not sure a lot of people are going to scramble to play a double center when we get lineups here in about 15 minutes. So I'll say right off the top, I think it's going to be a top line of Verhage, Barkoff, Reinhardt with Barkoff and Reinhardt on the top power play. And I like that line. Um, and I think you can get them at reasonable ownership as a trio because we don't have that line confirmed right now. What do you think of this game, Josh? Yeah, there. I mean, it's going to be really hard to get away from Florida here. I think, like, like we talk about, like the going down the lineup in high total, high ownership games. But like, I don't know if people are going to play a double center line especially with Edmonton on the slate where they like to stack like McDavid dry sidle. So like, who, what That's do you do thing. here? I, I just don't think Barkov Reinhardt is going to be a super Barkov Reinhardt for Hagee, especially is going to be a popular trio. Yeah. That's I think, think I, I think you can full stack them and not even worry about it. You know what I mean? I think far to two Bennett Huberdo Duclair, if that's what it is, that's going to be popular too. I really like four to three here. Now we're talking. Yeah. I mean, Frank Vitrano, Min Price, Anton Lindell, 4K, both on power play two, going up against like Cedric Paquette, Lucas Vegdemo, and Alex Belize. I'm a country, not a hockey player. Like, I like who are those guys? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know them because I'm a Habs yeah, fan, but I yeah. get your point. Yeah. Like, Jake had 80% Vegdemo when he scored the other night and he still didn't cash, but like, I really like Florida three here. Like Lundell, legitimate player. Vetrano, Osmo, favorite. Like 6,500 for the two of them. They're probably not going to get much ownership. They're going to get insanely good matchups. Samuel Montembal is not great. Like if he starts, like I don't even know who his backup is. So like all three lines here <clears throat> for the Panthers are in play. I think Florida one's my favorite just because of the two center, considering who's on the slate. I think if those three, like if you stack Barkov, Reinhardt, Verhage as a three-man, I think as the three-man, they'll come in as the lowest three-man combo of anyone in the top six, I think. That's just uh, like an educated guess. But, you know, if you want to go down to far to three, I think that's fine as well. On the Habs, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just out on the Habs as well. I mean, we have people asking, like, if you can play some Habs defenseman or something like that, like I, I don't, I mean, David Savard obviously is going to get a ton of minutes, but he's not super cheap at 4k anymore. Like I honestly, I would just throw like Kale Clegg and Brett Kulak in there because you know, they're almost min price. It's like somebody has to play the minutes. Like this, they have to play, you know, three 20 minute periods here today. They, as some defenseman has to play those minutes. So I would probably just dump down to like a Kulak or a Clegg for some much y'all. Yeah, like I said with Florida, I'm all about assuming it's Reinhardt Barkov in the top line. I'm all about that double center. So that's where I'm gonna go. On the blue line, we just mentioned Montreal on the Florida side. 
our old buddy, good ass, uh, still down at 2,500. Um, Mackenzie Wegar, like, I get that 6,300 seems, I'm not playing Wegar, 6,300 is expensive. I think he could be worth it. His peripherals are absurd of late. Like, he's shooting like a first, he's, he's, he's taking like 16 shot attempts per 60 minutes, which is a first line forward rate. Like, it's absolutely crazy how much he's shooting. It's just that, Part of his, uh, not part, a decent chunk of his value comes from blocking shots. And I really don't see how he gets uh, to the block bonus tonight. So I think it's good ass for me. Who do you think? I uh, saw my fiance in chat earlier. So for her, I got to say, we love a good ass here at awesome.com. Uh, I'm talking about yours. Um, yeah, Uyghur. He's actually projected for more points than Ekblad, which is pretty funny. But um, I'm fine with with Forsling as well, Brandon Montour with far to three, but I think it's going to be good ass or Forsling for me if I can't get up to Ekblad or Uyghur. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I see someone in chat ask, is there a chance the game gets canceled last minute? We thought so, but there's been a lot of quotes <laughs> from like the NHL or from uh, the Habs coach saying the NHL told them you're playing <laughs> like you're just playing. <laughs> so I mean, anything can happen. We've seen that a lot over the last month, but every indication we have right now, including as of like 10 minutes ago, is that that game is going to play as expected. Uh, this next game also going to play Carolina 3.4 implied goal total. They're going into Columbus. The Jackets have a 2.6 implied goal total. I think the big news here is Columbus is starting Daniil Tarasov in net, not Elvis Merzlikens. And while that frustrates me a lot because Merzlikens was my favorite goalie on the early slate, Tarasov is 6,500 on DraftKings, and that honestly changes a lot here. So what do you think, Josh? Josh Stack against Tarasov? Go, like, full Sahil? <laughs> I don't hate that, honestly. I really don't. I, well, I wouldn't do it in a single entry, yeah. but if I was 20 maxing, I would. Yeah, I mean, there may be a scenario where, like, Tarasov gets the save bonus, loses, and Carolina is optimal. It's Saturday morning. It's New Year's Day, man. We're getting wild here. Um, no, listen, I, I really like Carolina. I really also like Merzlikens until, you know, Tarasov. Like that admin price, you have to consider him. Like it's just one of those things. 6,500 with the amount of firepower on the slate, you have to consider him. Like if he gets the save bonus and gives up four goals, I think he'd still be fine. Um, again, with Carolina, it's a matter of personal preference here. Um with Jesper Faust moving up to that second line, I think I would prefer that top line just for more power play correlation. And they're probably going to get the line A matchup, and we like attacking the line A matchup um, just because he doesn't play defense. Um, so, yeah, Niederreiter, Ajo, Teravainen. If you want, like, the thing is, like, uh, I saw someone, someone asked me earlier about a power play stack. The thing with Columbus is, like, don't take many penalties, which is kind of surprising for them so like i don't think you need a power play stack i think you can just full stack lines here caravan aho niederreiter is probably my favorite i like the trochek svechnikov two-man but i also like that third line of cockney stall matches i think that's fine as well but uh carolina one is my favorite line in this on carolina probably in this game on the columbus side um you want to go to that top line it's fully correlated they're at home i guess that's fine um you know, 2.6 total at home, it's like, it's not great. In one to three, I'm definitely not getting there in MME. I think you can have some just because they're super cheap. They're fully correlated. Carolina takes a lot of penalties. The penalty kill is what it is. I mean, but they, they're they still in the top 
five, I think, in penalties taken per game. So I think he can definitely get to that top line in MME. Also, like Russell Vicdomi, two man. You want to add in Bemstrom, I think that's fine. But, you know, Russell Vicdomi, 5,400 for the two of them, let you get in some big boys and they won't kill you. They've been playing pretty well together. So, lots well, like in this game. I think you can st- honestly, like, I, I hate like recommending this, but I honestly think you can stack against your goalie a little bit. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. In MMA. I, I think that's possible here, especially, oh, I should say, especially because Tarasov's 6,500, right? If he was a 7,800 goalie, we're not having this conversation. But I agree with you, a 6,500 goalie, you can do like a Carolina three plus your goalie, plus that goalie or something like that, or, you know, a stalled Natchez um, plus Tarasov. That's fine. I'm not doing it, but I, I, I can see where you're coming from. I agree with you. Carolina one is the line that I like here. Just because I'm not convinced that they won't switch around the other lines if this doesn't, if this isn't a two or three nothing game early for Carolina, right? Like, I have no idea why Seth Jarvis got stuffed down on the fourth line. Like, I thought he was their best player in, I know they were playing Montreal at home and Montreal had all their injuries and all that. I thought he was still their best player. And then he gets stuffed down to the fourth line. I don't, I don't get it. So um, clearly they have, they want to change around their lines a little bit. So I'd rely on the top line. I would just full stack the three of them. Like you said, Columbus doesn't take a, a, a ton of penalties. So um, I think just full stacking the three, three of them is fine. I agree on the Domi Roslovic two man. We talked about them on the last show, a high pace line, not great defensively, but they do generate a fair bit offensively and they are cheap. And like you said, Carolina takes a ton of penalties. So a Bockfist Domi Roslovic is a very cheap three man that would should get a fair amount of power play time here tonight. So if you're looking for a cheap filler, um, to go with, you know, super chalk stacks elsewhere. I think that's definitely possible. But for me, it's all about Carolina one. On the blue line, uh, I think Gavrikov definitely makes a ton of sense uh, for min price. He should see a block bonus here on DraftKings. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, Gavrikov, Bockwist, Jake Bean. Excuse me. Uh, Wierenski is down under 6K. I mean, his peripherals haven't been great recently, but under 6K, I think you can. Um Carolina side, not, you know, Jacob Slavin has been playing like out of his mind 
and he's 5K. I think that's fine. Brady Shea, not a bad punt, but I'm more or less going to punt from the Columbus side from this game. Just seeing uh, Buffalo Sabres have assigned J.J. Paterka to the AHL, so he won't be playing in this afternoon game. Um, they hadn't used Jeff Skinner. They hadn't used Jeff Skinner and Tage Thompson a lot. They were using Skinner on the Cousins line. So I don't know what they're going to do here. I guess it's probably going to be Skinner to the top line, but we'll see. You know, warm-ups are going to start here in the next five to ten minutes. So we'll I mean, give they, you – go they ahead. Could, they could move Olsen up too. They're both left-wingers, so. Yeah, um, we'll know here in 10 minutes or so, but just be aware the Buffalo lineup is going to change here very shortly. Bring in the new year with two incredible offers from Os- uh, two incredible offers on Osmo Plus Platinum. For only $20, you can get full access to all our Osmo Plus tools and data for 22 days using the promo code 2022. That's the number, 2022. If you're looking to take down slates all year long, use the promo code HAPPY22, capital H, capital A, capital PPY, the number 22 for 20% off of a year of Osmo Plus Platinum. These two great deals uh, for access for everything you need, including player projections, ownership projections, our lineup builder, our Discord, boom busts, top stacks, project uh, ownership, what have you. Uh, all this available uh, with those two offers, they end January 7th at 11.59 Central Time. So get them locked in before it's too late. That's promo code 2022 for 22 days for 22 days for $20 or happy 22 for a full year of Osmo Plus Platinum for 20% off. Follow the links in the description below to activate. Again, these are only going to be good for the next six days. So get those in if you want to get a, a cheaper, much cheaper subscription. To Osmo Plus here. All right, two more games on the early slate to deal with. The first one, the Edmonton Oilers have a 3.0 implied goal total. They're going in to face the Islanders, who also have a 3.0 implied goal total. Um, with all the Islanders' injuries, I had assumed that the top line would ju- like they like to spread out their ice time, but I just assumed their top line would get like 20, 21 minutes. Uh, no, they played 16 minutes in their last game despite missing like five regulars. I mean, they won, but uh, Edmonton's in town tonight. I don't know if they can get away with that again. Edmonton just played yesterday afternoon, so maybe they're a little bit tired. What do you think here, Josh? A couple players back for Islanders, right? Bovillier and Wallstrom, or am I making that up? Uh, Wallstrom, I believe. Bovillier, I haven't seen anything yet. Okay. So, like, we, we always talk about, it's okay to stack against like going against McDavid because he's high event, but like with Hyman and Pugliarvi there, like I, I really don't want to do it. I know they're back to back on the road. Like that's a pretty decent defensive iteration of that line with McDavid. Kind of oh, takes yeah, me out. Beauvillier is out. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Beauvillier is out or in? Oh, out, like out of protocols. Uh, out of protocols. Okay. So, back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, I kind of don't want to stack Barzell Lee Bailey if that's going to be the matchup. Where I want to go is that second line, getting the dry saddle matchup. If it's JG, Peugeot, Bellows, Wallstrom, something like that. It could be Beauvillier instead of Wallstrom. But, like, JG, Peugeot, Bellows, currently power play one. It might change with those guys back. They're cheap. If Wallstrom's there, there he's 3,400 as well. Like, that's a really cheap line going up against a bad defensive line. So, uh, I don't mind that. I also, you know, we'll, we'll see where they slide in. It's a 2 p.m. start, so we obviously won't get lines while we're on the air. But if it's an iteration, something like Bellows, J.G. Pajot, Wallstrom, or J.G. 
Pajot Bellows Beauvillier. That is going to pique my interest going against that dry side of line. On the Edmonton side, like I think, you know, it's going to be how I always do it. You either go Edmonton one or Edmonton power play. I just have a hard time going to Edmonton two and not using McDavid. Like it, like it's, it just feels awful. Like I, I don't even like, maybe it's gotten there before, but like, I just don't want to take the chance of playing dry saddle Nugent Hopkins without McDavid. It's it just a mental thing. Like maybe it, it works, but I, I don't want to find, I don't want to in one to three find out, you know what I mean? I'd rather yeah. just play McDavid with them. So Edmonton one or Edmonton power play. Uh, Islanders too, depending on who's there. Yeah, I generally don't have a ton of interest in this game. Um, but the thing that kind of caught my eye is how over-owned the Islanders are. Yeah. The top line coming in at 20%, like, that's the third highest owned line on the slate, higher than Nashville. Like, I would – I get the price difference. I would still way rather play Nashville 1 for 20% more than than the Islanders' top line here tonight. You know what I mean? I'd, you know, the Florida top line is probably going to come in at roughly the same price. Um, I'd rather play the Florida top line as well. Like I don't, even at the ownership rates, I don't really see the upside. I mean, there is upside to playing the Islanders top line here tonight, but um, I think they're just going to be too high owned for me to really consider them. Like, I don't think the Islanders are a great DFS team at the best of times. And these aren't the best of times, even if they are playing a slightly tired Edmonton team. I think for me, it'd just be some one-offs from the Islanders on the Edmonton side. I really do like the top line. I agree with you that it's top line or PP for me in this game. It's the top line because they're going to send out the Sezikis and Clutterbuck and those guys against them. And Sezikis and Clutterbuck cannot keep up with McDavid and Pooley RV. I'm sorry. So um, if they could get in a couple of goals, uh, that'd be nice. So uh, Edmonton one full stack for me, probably just some one offs from the Islanders. That's about it on the blue line. Noah Dobson is in my power plays right up. He's averaging over two shots and over two blocks per game. That makes him a combo meal threat. I know he's like 5,300 or something like that. It's a bit expensive, but I think it's just fine. So Noah Dobson, I think Darnell Nurse definitely plays well for Edmonton. What do you think? Yeah, Nurse or Dobson, that's really about it. Like, it's hard to really just – I know Duncan Keith had a good game last game, but now Nurse is back. So Keith and CC are not going to be the top pair, <laughs> which is a ridiculous thing to say. Um, yeah. So it's, it's really just Nurse or Dobson for me. Yep, I agree with that. All right, let's get to this last game. Uh, last game from the early slate. Chicago, 2.4 implied gold total. Going into Nashville, the Preds have a 3.2 implied gold total. Big, big news just dropped. Roman Yossi back for the Preds. I know Jake is just absolutely smashing fireball behind the scenes. He's so happy. He's been really down in the dumps of late because Roman Yossi hasn't been playing. But, man, his favorite person in the world is now back in the lineup. So, Jake, I'm so happy for you. 2022 could not have started any better for our boss, Jake Harry. 3.2 for Nashville, 2.4 for Chicago. Uh, Henrik Borgstrom is centering the top line with Alex DeBrincat and Patrick Kane. What do you think of this game, Josh? I mean, on paper, I really like Borgstrom in between Kane and DeBrincat. I think he's probably the best DFS center. I want to, I want to say that I think Borgstrom is the best dual threat like shooting and passing type center that they have. Like he can do more than just pass, which is something they they don't really have in spades. 
damn it, Niehaus, spending $5 to tout Dante Fabro. What a legend. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 2022, just like 2021, baby. Let's go. <sighs> what a legend Niehaus is, man. $4.99 to talk about Dante Fabro. Yeah, you can play him, Niehaus. Play him. <laughs> How much is he? He's 3K. Play him. Play him. Anyway, um, yeah, like I like Jabrinkat Borks from Kane. I just don't like them today. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think I'll save it for another time just because there's, you know, Kane to Brinkat combo is almost 14K. There's just like so many other expensive players that I'd rather play today, uh, including Nashville one. We're going to go back to the well. Um, Columbia, or excuse me, Chicago, bad defensive team, takes a lot of penalties, penalty kill, not great, been getting bailed out by the goalie. Colin Delia in that. Um, Nashville won Yossi. Like, I know the Yossi news just dropped, but he's – I don't know how much he is. I'm, I would imagine he's expensive. He may go overlooked a little bit here, so I think you yeah, can put him Yeah, 7,300. Yeah. price doesn't come down, but nobody's going to be playing him. Yeah, except for Jake. Like, if he's, like, 2%, Jake will have, like – Oh, yeah, know, Jake's 7%. running crunches right now. He's yeah. taking 150 lineups out, and he's putting 150 Yossi. Yeah, Jake just hit the thumbs-up button eight times, <laughs> hit the lock button, lit some candles, turned the pictures around. Like, he has Yossi project, projected yeah, for, like, 51 yeah, points tonight. Yeah. He's just, whoo, just cranking up the manual projection. Jake's having a great time right now. But, yeah, national one for me, um, Yossi uh Fabro for Niehaus like honestly like I want to play Chicago one I guess you can in MME but I really would prefer to save that for a little bit better matchup so really just Nashville one for me from this game yeah I love Nashville I'll say I like both top lines I think I'm gonna be playing Nashville one in my one lineup I'm only going single entry because I'm I'm out my way out the door I think I am too yeah so Nashville one probably for me I do like Chicago one here. If I was playing 20 max today, I would probably have 10% Chicago one or something like that. I do think Borgstrom, Kane, and Debrinkat, I think it's the best possible line they can put together right now offensively. That's and so like, you know, if you're not going to play them on a on the road on a five-game slate, there aren't going to be a ton of times when you are going to play them. You know what I mean? That's kind of the way I feel about it. So, and especially where Nashville's penalty kill is just dog water right like bad and they take a lot of penalties and at least the Brinkhead and Kane will get top power play minutes so I think in my 20 max I would have a little bit of Chicago but I do love Nashville one they've been rolling 60% shot share like 60% expected goal share they're just crushing so yeah Nashville one Chicago one on the blue line with Yossi back I love I love Yossi he's not my favorite defenseman on the slate specifically because nobody's going to be playing him I might just go jigger around my lineups here shortly I'm doing uh, that right now. <laughs> yeah, to try to get him in a lineup. I was trying to like finish what I was saying to throw yeah. it to you so that I could do the same <laughs> thing. Um, so yeah, I will say I do love Yossi a lot in this game. Connor Murphy on the other side for Chicago, um, always a threat for blocks, and he's down a little bit at 3,700, 3,100 for Dahan. Anybody else stick out to you for defenseman here? Really? I mean, honestly, if you want to punt Fabro, that's honestly fine. Uh, Carrier now that he's probably not going to get power play, he would probably get power play too. Ekholm probably comes off the power play altogether. Yeah. Um, Carrier's fine, Fabro, but really it's Yossi for me. All right. Um, one quick note about the early slate. Uh, you know, lineups are dropping right now. Florida not going with the double center uh, top line. They're going with Verhage, Barkov, Max Mammon, Mac. Ah! 
just so frustrating to see Max Mammon on a top line for the Florida Panthers. Come on. It's like Joel Kenville never got fired. Anyways, and then the second line, Huberto, Bennett, Duclair, third line of Vitrano, Reinhardt, Tippett. Vitrano, Reinhardt, Tippett might be my favorite line, honestly, where, out, of, out of the three. Where, where'd Lundell go? Uh, he's on the fourth line now. What? Yeah, so Vitrano, Reinhardt, Tippett, third line. I don't know. It might be my favorite third line on that slate. Just beware that those Florida lines uh, changed quite a bit. We have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Just click the link below to redeem. And if you need immediate access, email support at Osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also receive a free $10 of credit plus an additional $25 when you make your first deposit using the promo code Yahoo10. That's Yahoo, all capital letters with the number 10. Uh, tomorrow on Yahoo, it, tomorrow Yahoo is featuring their $1 million baller contest with $100,000 to first place. So make sure you enter that huge contest and use our DFS tools and projections to help you win big. All right, let's jump to this late slate real quick. We have the Ottawa Senators going into Toronto. Toronto Maple Leafs have a 3.8 implied gold total. Toronto, or Ottawa, sorry, has a 2.3 implied gold total. Uh, the big news, a couple big pieces of news. Josh Norris in the COVID protocols for Ottawa. So he's off the top line, obviously. Uh, Jimmy Stu, Tim Stutzla, uh, up on the top line for Ottawa. I kind of like that. It is a tough matchup. Toronto on the other side getting Mitch Marner back. So Marner, Bunting, Matthews, top line. Tavares, Kerfoot, Nylander down on the second line. Obviously going to be a lot of ownership. I think our late ownership has Austin Matthews at 30%, and I think that might be a little bit low, honestly. So what do you like here, Josh? I see uh, our boy Bitch Marner's back, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's back, oh, yeah. and he's got a vengeance. I, I saw Jake in the in the chat say, if we get 5,000 likes, I'll get a aforementioned tattoo. Why don't we make it 500, and I'll get his jersey tattooed on my quad. So we'll we'll see if we can do it. I'm not I'm not holding my breath because last time I did this, you guys let me down hard, but we'll see. Um, whoo, doggy, this game is spicy. Three point eight total for the Leafs. Like, you want to go to that top line? I think that's fine. Thirty percent Matthews is a little high for me. It is a four game slate. I think I want to go to Tavares Nylander here. Um, Nylander was asymptomatic. He said all he did was play video games. He's our king. He's the best Leaf. Like, it's he's the best Leafs winger. It's not even close. Um, no, I, I he might like be the, the best Leaf, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, until until Matthews, someone has that conversation, his hairline conversation with Austin Matthews, it's Willie Nylander. Yeah, yeah, absolutely best here by far. Yeah. That makes yeah. him the best player. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I really do like Toronto, too, here. Um, they're coming in way less owned than Toronto one. It's just as good of, if not better matchup. So yeah, I prefer Toronto two. I also like uh, Ottawa one here a little bit. Um, Norris to Stutzla, is it a huge drop off? Is it, I, I'm not sure, um, but they are fully correlated. You know, Brady Kachuk's price is crazy high, but you know, that's fine. If you want to go to, you know, a little Alex Formentin one off here, uh, also fine, but honestly, like for me, this is uh, Toronto two, and in some MME, some Ottawa one. 
I'm going to go in the other direction. For me, I think this is a Toronto one game. Um, I wrote them up for the Power Plays article. Again, it's up on Osmo.com. The reason being 80 shot attempts per 60 minutes and like 50 scoring chances per 60 minutes of five on five when they've been together this year. Just like absolutely absurd numbers. And it's a tougher matchup going into Ottawa one. Um I think Tim Stutzler is a better defensive center than people give him credit for, but the rest of the senator's defense or whatever, the goaltending doesn't worry me at all. So I think I do like Toronto one a lot here tonight. Toronto two is fine. I mean, both top lines are very much in play here. Just for me, uh, preferentially, uh, I do have uh, Toronto one ahead here. Ottawa one, I think is interesting. Like Ottawa, I don't care what anyone says. Ottawa plays Toronto tougher than almost any other team I've seen. Like go back and look. Like, I know Toronto scores a ton of goals on them, but Ottawa scores a fair amount of goals in return. I do kind of like that Ottawa top line. In my 20 max, that'd be another one of those lines where I'd have, like, 10% or something like that. Um, I think they're just fine to use here on this slate. Um, just looking at our top stacks tool for the late slate, you know, we have them as 13% as a top two stack and only 6% ownership. Uh, one of the better leverage spots on our late slate that we have. So um, Ottawa one in my 20 max, 150 max and all that. Make sure you get your 10%. Uh, do like Toronto one the best out of this game. On the blue line, Riley and Muzzin back. So, I mean, it takes all those super cheap uh, Toronto defensemen out, out of play that we had been using. I wrote up your boy, the Zub again, because I... Uh, I imagine he sees some block shots here tonight with Zaitsev out. What do you think? Yeah, my boy Zub always in play. Also, uh, just loaded in uh, Toronto power play into the lineup builder. Not possible to power play stack the Leafs tonight. Um, also, like I was like, maybe we could play Toronto three. Andre Kasha, fifty four hundred, just out of left field, like tripling in price. Quite a scene there. But uh, yeah, I do like Morgan Riley. Uh, that sounds weird, still coming out of my mouth, but I do. Uh, and then, you know, Chabot also in play for me. But if you need a punt, uh, Artem Zub is the guy. All right. I do like the Zub here. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today, glad to see that we agree on that. Always glad to see when we agree on Zoom. Uh, next game, St. Louis 2.9 implied gold total. They're going into Minnesota. The Wild have a 3.1 implied gold total. Uh, Joel Erickson Eck and Jared Spurgeon both out for Minnesota. Those are fairly significant losses because to me, those are their number one center and number one defenseman. And I know Minnesota's a good team, and not a lot of teams can lose their top center and top defenseman and just be and be just fine. I think that's kind of why you're seeing the St. Louis total float around three, even though they're on the road. Um this is the outdoor game, though. This is the winter classic game. 
it when I, I think they're saying it could be as cold as minus 14 Fahrenheit, which is about minus 27 Celsius. Yeah. Um, if that's about right, yeah. that is yeah, freaking, yeah, that is freaking cold. And there's no precedent for winter classic games that cold, at least not in the last 15 years. So I don't know how you, how do you feel about this game in general, Josh? Like, are you just treating it like it's another game or are you avoiding it? Like, what are you doing here? I don't know, because most outdoor games, we have to worry about like the sun melting the ice. But if it's going to be that cold, I'm not sure there's going to be ice issues. So, like, well, there, there could, the thing with the ice is um, they're actually, they said they're heating it because they don't want the ice to get too hard because then player skates can't dig in and the, the, the puck keeps bouncing and stuff like that. So they're trying to soften the ice by heating it up. That's kind of the situation that this, we're in right now. This is rookie of the year. Hot ice. <laughs> the, the, heat, the ice. Yeah, the big chew inside of your mouth. <laughs> Hot ice. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they're doing. <sighs> Damn it! Like, like outdoor games are just usually just like three-two shootout games. Like, I, there's like I, I don't know. Like sometimes there's there a aren't a lot out. of seven-five shootouts coming to mind. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. <sighs> I mean, in a in a nutshell, like I like Minnesota one. And like, and St. Louis too, like depending if Buchnevich is back or it's still Kairou there. Like it is kind of a big loss that the checking line is out for Minnesota, but like Freddie Cadreau is a decent two-way center. He's going to have Marcus Foligno there. He's going to have Kevin Fiala. Like Kevin Fiala is a pretty good two-way winger as well. I think, you know, they're still going to send them out against Ryan O'Reilly. I, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think you're going to see, you know, Sturm or, I mean, maybe they send Sturm and Greenway. I don't see it though. Yeah. I just, I just, I normally fade outdoor games just because like, it's usually choppy and like pretty sloppy and low scoring and like 20% Minnesota one, it kind of worries me, especially if this is like the ice isn't great because they're heating it up for whatever, like who galaxy brain that? Let's heat up the ice. I mean, I, you know, I assume they know what they're doing better than I do. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I think like looking at the ownership projections from this game, I think I'm going to go to St. Louis two here. Kairou Thomas Tarasenko coming in around 8%. If that sticks, like that's probably the line I'm going to look at. It's hard for me to get to a 20% line in an outdoor game. You just, you know, you see random players have big games more i think in the outdoor games i have no stats for that but like clem costin can get there tonight and i wouldn't be surprised like maybe i'd be a little bit surprised but yeah maybe a little yeah st louis two for me is my favorite line from this game i also don't mind minnesota two uh gaudreau felino fiala if you want to go to minnesota one i think that's perfectly fine i just worry about the outdoor game i don't have any stats to back that up i just tend to fade the outdoor games yeah, I just do too. Like, I will, like, I recommended Kevin Fiala, I think, from this game. And I would one off Kevin Fiala on DraftKings. I think he's all the way down to 4,400 on DK. Like, that's just an absurdly cheap price for him. Comes in as one of our better projected wingers down in that range. So, yeah, like a one off Kevin Fiala, um, something like that. I'm not playing the Ryan O'Reilly line. I've said it pretty much all season long, man. Like, he said it in an interview, and I've been saying it since he said it. Like, he's just not been right offensively. Uh, since returning from the COVID list. And if it, whether you look at his points or his impacts or anything, it's just fallen off the table. So um, out on St. Louis 1, agree with you on St. Louis 2, but I'm just not stacking anything out of this game here. Um, I think Fiala as a one-off is about as far as I would go. 
Uh, maybe you have something on the blue line. Is there anybody on the blue line that sticks out to you? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I mean, I think Alex Goligoski at 3,300, given that Spurgeon is out, is fine. You know, he can definitely run into three pucks and get an assist or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, if you're in no man's land, I don't mind Krug or even Justin Falk, as painful as that said, like, makes me sound. But, like, if, if you're, like, 4,500 to 5,000, I don't mind them. But, like, I think I'd honestly look elsewhere. Yeah, um, no problems with that at all. Uh, stay up to date with the latest NHL DFS news with our Osmo NHL Twitter handle. Uh, it's a different Twitter handle than last season, so if you haven't switched over yet, make sure you're checking out Osmo NHL on Twitter. Um, and make sure you give our our buddy News God a follow. If you follow other sports, um, this guy is the absolute legend at breaking news uh, for DFS players. So News God, N-E-W-Z. G-O-D underscore D-F-S. Check out News God's Twitter. Uh, very helpful uh, for breaking news for other sports besides NHL. And give us a like and a subscribe. Uh, we have, you know, about 10 minutes left. Give us a like and subscribe if you could. Uh, help us look good for our bosses here on the first day of 2022. Click that bell to get alerts when we do go live. And thank you again to Yahoo Fantasy for being such a good sponsor. You were a great sponsor to us in 2021. Let's hope we can continue this wonderful sponsorship in 2022 all right couple games left uh before the early slate locks do you i i, I guess we should give uh maybe an early slate hat trick pick i'm going to give you a few seconds uh maybe to come up with a hat trick pick for an early slate one uh my early slate hat trick pick i'm going to go with andre svechnikov who you got um because it is a new year and our performance reviews are coming up and I want to raise, uh, it's going to be Roman Yossi. <laughs> I'm just joking about that. I'm joking about the first part, but honestly, uh, Roman Yossi is my hat trick pick. All right, there you go. There are your two hat trick picks. Andre Sveshikov, Roman Yossi for the early slate. Two games left for the late slate. Vancouver 3.0 implied gold total going into Seattle. Seattle has a 2.9 implied gold total. One thing that stuck out to me about looking at Seattle's game logs is they they do match and they don't match lines. Like, it seems like every game they try to match the Yanni Gord line against the top line for the competition, and then it goes very poorly, and about halfway through the game they get away from the matchup. So, like, I don't know what to think about this game here. Um, but I do like that Seattle top line again. I wrote up Morgan Geeky, assuming he's back on the top line. I, I wrote up Morgan Geeky in our Power Plays article. I think the Seattle top line can do well here tonight. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I don't really like this game at all but like i agree with you i i agree with you the seattle top like i like morgan geeky he shoots the puck um that's important for dfs <laughs> he is not uh jake's boy alex winberg um but yeah mccann geeky eberle who knows what matchup they're gonna get i don't think it really matters like normally horvat hoglander is pretty good but they still have jason dickinson there which, you know, drags down that line. So there's no matchup that really concerns me on Vancouver. So I do like Seattle's top line. And then um, I, I do like, you know, Chase on still there. It's like quite a scene. Um, Patterson Garland, I like going back to there. I also like Horvat Hoglander. But I don't know if I'm really going to have too much Vancouver tonight. I, I get going there because, you know, Everyone likes picking on Seattle. I just wish there was like a full stackable line, but there isn't. So you can you can have some two-man, some one-offs, but I don't think I'm going to full stack anything. 
Yeah. Uh, the thing that stuck out with Vancouver to me is like Pedersen and Garland have been very uneven. It seems like their play is like really good for two or three games, then really bad for two or three games, then really good, like 45%. Um, sorry, I think it's 45% shot share and like 55% uh, expected goal share. Like they're giving up a ton defensively, but they are generating a little bit of quality. But I don't know. Uh, for me, with Tiaison on that top line, I'm just kind of out on Vancouver entirely in this game uh like i mentioned i do like the seattle top line they should be fairly popular somewhere between 10 to 15 percent here i think that's just fine um there's nothing really interesting me uh interesting for me on the vancouver side um it's me i don't know if you want to one if you wanted like two man miller and chase on or something like that i guess that's fine because it's reasonably priced but like i'm just not super like I think I whatever I think whatever you have to do, you have to attack the Seattle PK here tonight. Um, yeah, that's why Horvat one off is probably my favorite option. I think. Yeah, okay. he always ends up getting minutes. Yeah, he does. He'll get his seventeen to twenty minutes or whatever. So Horvat one off. I think Miller chase on two man makes some sense as well. But I'm just not super excited on the Vancouver side for me. It'll be about that Seattle top line. Um, I think the Seattle third line is fine as well. Johansson, Wenberg, Donskoy. I think Donskoy has kind of helped them out since he jumped there, and they are super cheap. Um, I just don't know if you really need to save that much money here tonight on the late slate unless, you know, you're power play stacking Toronto or something like that. There's just no reason to really play them. So um, that's about it for me from the forwards. On the blue line, I mean, Tyler Myers will always project well for us. Um, so will Adam Larson. Mark Giordano remains way too high priced. What do you think? Carson Soucy. That's that's the guy for me. Power play two, 2,600. Shoots the puck. Love to see it. Uh, you want to go to Tyler Myers, it's fine. 4,100 It's a little too expensive for me, uh, especially with, you know, OEL back and Quinn Hughes in the lineup. Luke Shen getting minutes, which is weird. But, um, yeah, Carson Soucy uh, for me. Yeah, Luke Shed getting minutes is weird. I'm not <laughs> seeing any uh, late news from the early slate, so Godspeed to all the early slaters. Um, you should be clear over the next few minutes. We do have a few minutes left here to get to our last game, so let's get to that. Philly, 3.3 implied gold total. They're going into Los Angeles. The Kings have a 2.7 implied gold total. I wrote about Victor Arvidsson in the Power Place article this morning. It is night and day when he has Philip Deneau on his line. Uh, 60% shot share with him, 50% uh, shot share without him. Like that, it, he goes from fine to elite with Philip Deneau. So, uh, Victor Arvidsson, one of my favorite one offs. What do you think about stacking that line? What do you think about this entire game? Yeah, I like the Kings top line. I like Deneau Arvidsson. I wish Trevor Moore wasn't there. And a note that I want to save for a later slate, because I don't think you need the savings. Brunstrom, Turcotte, uh, Kupari, they had a really, really good game last game. They're all in price right now. Um, I hope, Hopefully Turcotte sticks in the NHL this season. You might see him get sent down after nine games so they don't burn a year. But, um, yeah, that third line is a nugget for a later slate. I don't think you need the savings today. Um, I see 25% on Kings 1. Um, and they did, you know, the Flyers did go to Giroux, Atkinson, Farabee, I think, towards the end of the game. Yeah. Which leaves like not much else in the, in the, you know, second, third lines that really scare me. So, like, if Kopitar is going to get that Giroux matchup, I really do like that they know Arvidsson, two man. If you want to put in Trevor Moore, I don't think he'll 
hurt you. I don't know how much it'll help you though. So I, I think, you know, just doing the two man of Dino Arvidsson, getting a guy in the blue line, I think that's fine. Uh, Kings one is in play for sure. So Kings one, a little bit of Kings two, uh, Kings three for lift different slate. Um, the iteration of Ayafalo Kopitar, Kopitar Kempe has been pretty good defensively. So it kind of takes me out of Drew Atkinson, Farabee, and one to three. If you want to get to them in some MME, I think that's fine. Um, Morgan Frost, Lindblom, Konechny, maybe. Uh, you know, that Turcotte line did play really well, but it's one game, very small sample. So I don't mind getting to the, a little bit of them either. I think it's that um, that Philly third line that interests me the most yeah. on their side. It's just I don't want to go into that Kopitar matchup, especially with Doughty's back. Um, I think that make, makes a big difference for them. Um, definitely don't want to go into the Dino Arvidsson matchup. Uh, so, you know, Limblom Frost, fairly cheap, a little bit over 5K on DraftKings to stack the two of them, both getting some secondary power play minutes. And the thing with Philly is, like, they have – it's not exactly a 50-50 power play split, but it's fairly close. Like, they're not a – you know, they're not a, a Colorado that'll play 75% of their top PP units. So you'll get some decent power play minutes from Limblom and Frost. So – if you are doing something like a Toronto power play stack, uh, Limblom Frost, two man makes a lot of sense. But for me, uh, this game is all about the Kings second line. Love to know and Arvidsson here. Like you said, throw on more if you want to, to make a three man stack. But I think to know and Arvidsson is the two man to really focus on. If you want to play Kings one fully correlated uh, top Kings uh, line, I think that's perfectly fine as well. Uh, I'm just focusing more down on the second line uh, on the blue line uh, for these teams. Nobody really sticks out to me besides correlating. Anybody stick out to you? Not really. I mean, you want to punch Sandheim wrist line, and that's fine. But other than that, like, not super thrilled about anyone on either team. Like, Dowdy correlating. Other than that, no. Yep, I agree with correlating. All right. Uh, we got to get out of here. This does it uh, for our New Year's Day show, our live before lock. I'm going to ask you for your late slate uh, hat trick pick and your late slate goalies. Uh, my late slate goalie is going to be uh, Thatcher Demko. And my hat trick pick, I'm going off the board. Drake Batherson, what do you got? I see. I actually like both goalies in the Canucks game. Like, I know Grubauer's had his issues, but he's 7,300 at home. Um, and my hat trick pick is going to be Victor Arvidsson. All right, there you go. Drake Batherson, Victor Arvidsson are your hat trick picks. We do like Thatcher Demko in net here tonight. Good luck to, on the early slate that just started. Good luck on the late slate in about six hours. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We will be back next week at some point. Please just keep these games on the ice. Have a nice weekend, everybody. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.